This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Chicken Noodle Scoop. I'm Gabby. I'm Lexi. And we're the Fuller Sisters. This week, we thought it would be appropriate as well as interesting for us to talk a little bit about social media the good the bad and the ugly pretty much everything the ins and outs in it from cancel culture to the way it's used the way it's abused and how to grow a following even pretty much everything that we know about social media but before we get into that cue the intro song orders up the scoop is hot and ready to be served So before we get into everything social media, we're going to do our weekly scoop like always. So Lexi, what did you do this week? Uh, what did I do this week? Like I said, every week is blending it together. Um, it was really nice. I was like in the 90s here. So I got a kiddie pool to put on the back porch so I could put my feet in while I laid out in the sun, which was nice. Um a couple days of the sun which I really enjoyed and then just like there's nothing better than coming inside taking a cold shower and just getting in comfy sweats after like being in the sun all day so I did that um you did had some kind work. of a, you had like an emotional roller coaster of a week a little bit I did I think I'm PMSing I'm not quite sure <laughs> you but kind I of did. had a lot of ups and downs I was a little emotion and then Gabby and I last night both just had a cry fest we were looking at Instagram and there's this awful, awful recent update of this really cute family that posts. Yeah, um, she's like a like a mommy blogger type of thing. I mean, she has like other jobs. It's not like a full-time job, but yeah. and they have a little three-year-old whose name was Stevie. And just like a few weeks ago, she got diagnosed with a brain tumor that was then like it was cancerous and it had a 0% survival rate. Like it's poor little three-year-old girl. Yeah, I mean, I guess the awful. good thing about her being so young is that obviously she didn't know any different, but I could not imagine being that family or any of those friends of that family, like, oh awful. And, and we, we just, just both found their page and just, like, looked through everything and read the story, and oh my gosh, we just bawled our eyes out. But today is a new day. <laughs> We're trying to think on the positive side. I feel like everybody's had ups and downs in quarantine. Like, one day I'll wake up and I'll feel great, and I'll just get things done, and then I'll relax and watch Vanderpump Rules, and other days I wake up and I'm just a ball of anxiety, so <laughs> I don't know. How about you? How was your week? Uh, what did I do? Okay, so I had a week full of virtual privates. It was like our last heavy week for right now because we were supposed to open the gym up next week, but I think we're pushing it back a week again just to like totally be safe because the city isn't completely open yet. So I did like a ton of privates all week, but it was okay because the weather was like very rainy for majority of the week up until about the last two days was finally sunny. We're hoping tomorrow's sunny so we can actually enjoy a day off in the sun. Other than that, as we're recording this right now is Cloud's birthday, which is my little pup. He is finally a year old. So we just spent the day celebrating him, although it started off kind of rough. 
not rough for his sense because we had to take him to the vet this morning. But in his eyes, that just means he gets to go hang with friends. So he really doesn't mind the vet. He hates car rides, but when he's there, he's fine because he just gets to like say hi to people. But a couple weeks ago, he had a UTI. And then we like took him to the vet. They gave him a shot and then he was good for a while. And then randomly about four days ago, he started just like randomly peeing in the house, like looking like he was not in control of it, which he does not do at all. He's like very well trained. So we knew that something was up and those are obviously the symptoms of a UTI. So we called the vet again, but unfortunately they couldn't get him in until today, which it was his birthday. So he had to spend the morning at the vet, but he wasn't there too long. But then we really just celebrated the rest of the day. We got him a ton of toys. We baked him a little doggy cake. We went on a walk, took some pictures. He just, he had a blast. He is worn out right now. He's knocked out on the couch next to me. That was pretty much it. Just had a fun little day celebrating our little pup and had a busy work week. All right. So now let's get into the meat of the episode, as Gabby would say. We decided (laughs) that... Meat and potatoes. (laughs) Meat and potatoes. We don't want to get too political or anything like that um, because we do know that everybody has different points of view on things. However, we think that we have to at least touch on what's currently going on in the world um, because I think everybody can at least agree that what happened was not okay. Um, We are referring to the George Floyd situation. Our hearts go out to everybody that was affected. Um, But we just, we felt that that related to social media in the sense that everybody is kind of you know sharing their viewpoints and it is crazy how quickly things can spread on the internet I mean I know my whole Instagram page is everything regarding the Black Lives Matter movement and and this whole situation and just raising awareness it's crazy now that you can take a video of a situation and you can find out about it in an hour across the country um so that's something I would say that's definitely one tool of social media is just especially with what's going on right now just like the coming together of everyone like we're very aware that we are two white girls that we have lived a very privileged life compared to other people for sure we we live our daily lives not worrying about whether we're going on a run and someone's just going to kill us for no reason or whether getting pulled over is going to end in a murder like we don't have to worry about those things because of our color and we're very aware of that so we our hearts just go out to everyone and whether or not the color of our skin like matches yours we're there with you we're fighting for you we're fighting with you we're very fortunate that we grew up in a town and a household our family's very like always taught us that it doesn't matter what color you are where you come from your background we grew up with a very I don't know how to explain it like open-minded view we've never ever had had to yeah we've never like had a realization of anything because we were just brought up that way we just know that everybody is included and it shouldn't matter what color your skin is or anything like that so we were always brought up to just see the person for who they are um unfortunately that is the truth is that color is seen and people are treated so differently and we're just hoping that although there's been so many terrible situations that have occurred because of this we're hoping that with the age of like social media and everything that with everyone coming together it can hopefully come to an end very soon and everyone can be treated equally yeah, and everyone can think, live privileged lives like we have. I just think that it should be used as a tool to bring people together and not try to spread, you know, certain certain people apart or certain groups apart. Like, it needs to be used in a way to raise awareness and try to f- make these changes and not, you know, attack people. Instead of just attacking somebody for their viewpoint, maybe they're not as educated. 
share it in a kind way. Constructive criticism is a lot different than hate, and we're going to get into that a little bit later too, but just well, also yeah. one thing that I have to say coming from a person that has a platform I've shared like multiple things on my story I've retweeted things I've tweeted things but then there's people like I got a random reply back that was like thanks for this but just doing it once isn't enough like tell your friends to do it tell and I get that right. but at the same point it's like you want people to do this and then when they do it it's still not enough yeah and I feel like that I happens mean. with with so many different not just obviously the black lives matter thing but with just so many different things in the world but i saw a video of people are like and if you're my friend and you are white and you're only doing this right now because it's trendy like don't consider yourself my friend but it's like at that point like we're coming together we are speaking out because we feel a certain way we want to be there to help you so why are you going against people and it's a lot of times like in the instance of this it's like white people that are going against people with a platform and it's like that's what I was saying. Instead of using it to break people right, apart and to like, hate, if you have an opinion on something, just voice it in a, a kind, humane way. That's all I'm saying. But moving on from that, so a couple things that we wanted to touch on. We wanted to touch on people always ask, you know, how Gabby got started on social media, how we grew brands, things like that, even how we started the podcast and why. Um, cancel culture, a couple examples of that and our viewpoints on it. Um, we've seen some trends, influencer trends going on during this whole COVID situation and quarantine. So we'll touch on that and just a couple other things. So with that, Gabby, would you like to start us off? So I guess I'll start off with like growing in Instagram or just like any social media in general. I think the number one tip, and this is always what I tell people is one to just start, start posting what you want post very frequently that's a huge thing the more you post the more you're going to come up on different people's explore pages or just in people's recommended like the more active you are the more chances you have of growing a following and another thing is just being like genuinely who you are I know the word like niche is thrown around a lot with social media like you have to find your specific role of what you want to post but that's like putting yourself in a box like for me for instance everyone would probably consider my niche to be cheerleading but like if I'm just posting cheerleading nonstop, I'm putting myself in this little box that if I post something on the outside of that is going to not seem like me, even though I'm much more than just cheerleading. Like there's so much more to me than just that. So you don't have to give yourself a niche, but you can use, I guess a better word is like your brand, like come up with the things that you are very passionate about that like relate to you. And I guess more so go off of that than like one specific niche. Yeah, I can play off of that as well. When I decided to turn my Instagram into less of just like a fun photo thing um, and more try to turn it into a brand, a personal brand, um, one thing that I noticed was that my dental pictures would do well. And I was like, okay, this could be a niche because not everybody's in dental school. However, I soon began to realize that I didn't enjoy only posting dental things because I there's so much more going on in my life that I enjoy posting about. So for me... I like to incorporate that, but it's not something that I'm going to make it fully dental Instagram. Even when I have my own office, my Instagram, sure, I'm going to definitely share things like that, but maybe I'll have an office Instagram. My Instagram personally isn't just going to be one thing. And I think... But that's why you can reach so many more people instead of... Yes, include those things in it because then you're also getting people that are interested in dentist, dental school or just dentists in general. But then you're also getting people that like your normal like lifestyle content. And then you're reaching more people when you're giving more of a variety of yourself. And you're also just going to gain a lot of genuine followers if you're doing things that are genuinely you. Like I'm not going to sit here and post like a salad on my Instagram page because that's not me. We all know that. I eat pasta. I don't eat healthy. I'm not going to try to put on this front that's like, 
oh my God, I eat this healthy lifestyle just so people, you know, that want to follow these healthy influencers will follow me. Like, no, because then you're not going to get a genuine following and they're not going to truly see who you are on like a deeper level and like you're not going to be able to open up and it's just not worth it. So something to go along that bouncing off of that. I think people can see through you too. Like I notice when somebody's posting something that doesn't seem genuine, but it maybe it's just trendy. For example, I love watching YouTube videos of makeup. However, I am not talented with makeup. So even though it's very popular, I'm not posting makeup videos on my Instagram or makeup photos on my Instagram or reviewing makeup products because I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, that's even like my last video was of everyday makeup tutorial because so many people were talking about it. But I knew I couldn't just post a serious everyday makeup tutorial because like, like she said, that's not me. I don't wear makeup hardly ever. Do I know what I'm talking about? No. Do I use my finger to just kind of smear things around my face? Yes. So Did like doing- say just that? <laughs> yes. So instead of doing a serious makeup video, I had my boyfriend do the voiceover for it. And I think that's so much more me and just so much more genuine. And first of all, it's really funny. So you should go watch it. But yeah. So basically to tie all of that long spiel in <laughs> is just be you like everything about you post it all the good the bad the ugly everything and just being like a very genuine and unapologetically unapologetic version of yourself I feel like is the best way to connect with people and then again just posting don't over post but post you know a good like if it's on Instagram like two three four times a week and if it's on YouTube or whatever like one to two times a week and that's definitely the best first step I think something that people often forget and even I forgot because for those of you listening that don't know, obviously Gabby grew on social media and took it more seriously as a business well before I did. And I decided, was it last March? I was actually Mm -hmm. in Florida with Gabby and she sat me down and she was like, you know, you could do this too. You just need to like, this is what you need to start posting and you need to start doing this, 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 whatever. But I sort of all of a sudden lost that engaging with my followers and engaging with people and actually getting to know them I think a lot of influencers have such a low engagement rate because they'll just post a picture and they're just not connecting with the people looking at it like I will say I don't know if you I don't think you follow her Gab but Vivian Audi I don't know if that's how you pronounce her name but she replies to every single thing I have ever like even you know sometimes you react to a story with like the clapping hands or whatever she is so grateful and just constantly replies and she has like upwards of a hundred some thousand followers like the other day she posted about what's currently going on and it was just a very real post like listen I know as an influencer I should be sharing awareness however I wanted to collect my thoughts first and people are blowing up my dms like why aren't you posting this why aren't you posting that and I just like reply and I was like that is so awesome of you to you know, be real and post that because I think a lot of us are feeling the same way. We want to collect our thoughts and do our research before we just start spouting off on Instagram about something we don't know anything about. And she replied and she was like, thank you so much. Like, I'm really trying my best here. And just like, it it just blew me away. Blew me away that she took the time to do that. So I think just like genuinely talking to people on your Instagram too, like even if it's liking a comment, if you don't have time to reply to all of them, like well, that's something know. that like I do well I like comments obviously I especially the way my comments work is they only show me the top comments so I can't even see everyone's but something that I do to kind of make up for that also because I'm not able to answer all my dms is every single Sunday I do a Q&A on my Instagram story and a lot of times I don't just share the like what's your favorite cheer team like I want like the deeper questions that I can like genuinely give an honest answer to and that way like my followers feel like they can know me better and just connect with me better 
And the, I always get, like, the best engagement on Sundays when I do that. And you can Something just tell, I, like, it correlates to being more open and everyone wants to participate in that because they want to just get to know you more. Yeah. Something that I've even been struggling with, if I'm being completely honest, is I love making people laugh in real life, but I am so bad at, like, getting excuse my language the balls to just do that on my instagram like stories of just me talking i still have not broken that wall of like okay here's the real me so that's something i'm working on but i love when people are just like straight up like you just see their everyday life on their instagram that's my favorite content to watch like when average fashion blogger first got big i remember lexi like sending me her page and was like why can't i do this like obviously not to that extent but she's like this is kind of what i want to do like i kind of want to not like make fun at, of social media or make fun of herself but just kind of like more so have fun with it and like show Lexi's funny she is I must say she's funnier than <laughs> I am and she just like you can't really show that when you're posting a bikini picture out in the sun you're like you're not right. getting your your comedy across so one thing that she does try to do is at least make her captions funny but I tell mm-hmm. her all the time that she should still be trying to even be more her genuine self to show her humor on her Instagram and try to be more relatable in that way it's so hard too and it's so weird because I've met people and they're like wow you're very different than like your average post on Instagram and I don't think I'm like ever trying to not be myself I'm definitely like there is a part of me that loves to pick out outfits I always have and like mm-hmm. do that and style them and take a picture but I think I was gonna say and just taking thing, pictures yeah I've always loved like photography obviously I'm not good at it but like just average like taking photos that look cool but I think the one thing that I was able to do like Gabby said was make funny captions that's my thing people always say all the time like oh my gosh like your captions get me so like that's something I always try to do even if I'm posting a picture on the beach like I'll try to make it like a witty caption but for sure something I still need to work on is like just if I have something funny like who cares just post it and it's funny how it correlates to like if you're posting something that you're not necessarily proud of or like you're posting it just to post it doesn't do well like you can just Mm -hmm. it always happens like that like yesterday I posted a picture I think on like Wednesday or something and all my pictures lately have been doing really well like they're all the same engagement I've been really proud of the pictures I've been putting out they're all just like very like in the moment like genuine pictures and I had a, a good picture that I really liked but I took it about a week ago. So within the next week, I just overanalyzed the picture so much. Mm-hmm. So I started to not like it. But then Friday came around and I was like, I haven't posted in a while. I want to make a post. Like, I should have probably done this a few days ago. But now I've overanalyzed it. And now I feel like I need to post. And instead of wanting to post, I felt like I, I had to. And I posted it. And first of all, fr- I hardly ever post on Fridays because those just don't do well because everyone's like busy and besides it being Friday like the post just did not do even close to the engagement my other ones have because it wasn't something that I was like proud of or that I necessarily wanted to post it was just something that I felt like I had to and it just correlates to not doing well yeah I would agree I can I can relate to that so moving on from that do you want to talk a little bit more about like the business side of it and like brand deals and you looking at your analytics and all of those kind of things all right so first step of turning your Instagram into a brand is changing your Instagram page to a business page. Um, That's where you see when people think says like public figure or athlete or blogger or whatever, like on their profile. So it connects with like through Facebook, you make like a Facebook page, whatever. That's kind of all self-explanatory. It kind of like walks you through the steps. 
But when you do that, then you have analytics and impressions on all your pictures. You can see how many people viewed it compared to how many people liked it. You can also go in your analytics. So this is what I do a lot. And it tells you what days your followers are most active and what times during those days your followers are more active. And that's always when I try to post more because that's when more people are going to see it, especially the way the YouTube or the Instagram algorithm works now is it's not just in chronicle. Lo- <laughs> you, know that video? you know the video that's like a long periodically time that's what that just sounded like because i was like chronological it's not in chronological order anymore so not everyone sees everything so you kind of have to treat it like a business you have to look at the numbers and try to post it when your followers are most active because that's when more people are going to see it the more people are going to engage with it and that's how your page grows so that's kind of turning it into a business you can see all the impressions and everything from every single picture can we talk about how grateful I am that they changed that? Because I used to be that person that literally had to scroll until I saw the picture that I previously saw. Like, I couldn't miss a post. So thank you, Instagram, for changing that. My OCD thanks you. Because I literally used to have to scroll until I physically saw every picture. And that's just insane. But it is weird how some people's stuff I see constantly and other people's I didn't even know I followed them because I just never see their posts. It is so or weird just how like Instagram does that. How randomly certain pictures will just get like no impressions. Like it won't reach. You know, some of my pictures reach upwards of like three hundred thousand people, and some of my pictures within like twenty four hours have only reached fifty thousand. And it's crazy how different pictures to pictures are. What is the difference between impressions and reach? Pretty because much. I genuinely those, don't know. <laughs> for the most part, imp- impressions are like people that did something. I believe. I'm, obviously, I'm not like. I think it's what people, if they do something from your picture, whether they click your profile, they like it, they comment, they send it to someone, they save it. And I think reach is just people saw it. Got it. Um, so yeah, so that's turning it into a business. And then if you want to start like, so basically the first step when I was first growing a following and I wanted to reach out with company, reach out to companies, the first step is to put your email in your bio or now you can have the little like email button too, but I do both just in case. And then um, I first just wanted to, well, obviously to start out, you do everything pretty much for free. So I wrote, there's a YouTube video and I wish I could find what it's called, but I bet if you just look up like how to start reaching out to brands or something like that. And it's a YouTube video that should basically explains the whole outline of the email that you should be writing to these companies. And it just kind of starts out with you like introducing yourself and then it goes into giving some examples if you've ever worked with brands before or kind of just examples of the content that you would create for them. And then you end it with why you would be a good fit for the company. So like why you would reach a new audience or how like your Instagram brand is and how it would align with their ideas or whatever. So I wrote this whole email and then I just reached out to a ton of companies, whether it was like free bathing suits or free clothes, jewelry, anything. And I would just send them this email and then through that you create like a kind of like a network of different brands that will then keep reaching out to you wanting to send you more stuff that you can post to kind of like show off to your audience. But don't get greedy with that because if you start posting everything and sharing everything just for the free clothes or just for the money that you get, it's gonna... It looks bad. What's, yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, kind of just like your image. It's gonna ruin your your reputation. It's going to ruin your reputation for a lot of brands. But that's kind of how it first starts. Then obviously once you get more of an audience, a lot of brands will start reaching out to you instead. And that's kind of when the money comes in to actually getting like brand deals and stuff. Um, 
we recently just both well i don't i actually haven't done yours yet i'll do that no, maybe you're tomorrow. supposed to <laughs> um we both just made media packages which i was asked for one once and i was like i literally don't even know what that is lady but basically you just put together all of your analytics in like one document because companies want to know what your engagement rate it's, is and it's basically like what, just a visual of the email that i just explained yeah kind so, of has all that just in yeah like yeah a, so just like a way to back it up um brand like a list of brands that you've worked with they want to see a pic like a couple examples of sponsored posts that you've done and things like that um but so that's another thing and then if you want to touch on something that i know we both did when we were first starting to in quotes grow a brand and work with companies is to join websites that mm-hmm. sort of work with advertisers to help yeah, you do so, so. There's, so there's like third-party websites that kind of act as the middleman between you and other companies so like ones that we've used are social native aspire Intel IQ, influence um like studio obviously some of them you have to get approved for some of them they have to reach out to you for but basically they just have like a whole bunch of campaigns that you can either apply for or that brands can kind of contact you through the third-party website and there's so many of them. I've seen so many TikToks of this. Again, you can probably Google all of this information or YouTube all this information and you'll get like specific names of websites and everything. But that's a great way to start out even if it's just for an exchange of free product. But don't be don't be nervous to put yourself out there. Start reaching out to brands, creating that like <laughs> network and good relations. What? Also, really don't funny story. Don't be discouraged if you email 300 brands and maybe get one, if not zero, responses back. So when I was moving, I sent out a bunch of emails to a bunch of home places because I was like, why not? Maybe they want to showcase like a rug or like wall art. And like when I'm moving is a great time to do so because I need that stuff anyways. And so I can help them. They can help me. I sent it. It was H&M Home. I remember I sent them an email and they replied immediately like within two minutes there's no way they even read the full email and I don't even remember what they said but I remember it was so funny it was something like we thank you for your for your request however we definitely don't want to work with you or something like that it was so (laughs) funny but basically just send it send out some feelers you never know the first company I ever worked with was Coco Floss I still use their floss every single day and the owner is just the nicest woman ever and it's a small owned company and they just sent me literally free floss F- different four different flavors sent it in the mail and I did an Instagram post for them and it was like something that I already knew I wanted to share because hello I'm in dental school so like floss right. that I enjoy and is I think I that's another share. thing is get these companies that again fit your brand and it's not going to be like out of the ordinary where your audience is going to look like why are you promoting this like you definitely don't use that and that's so many influencers do it they get money hungry and they kind of say yes to everything and you can see right through it oh yeah I've been offered like (laughs) human hair wigs and I'm like that's great but I've been offered so many that deal with like meal replacements or this like flat tummy like a tea or an app or like so I've gotten flat tummy tea sorry not to call you out but you've emailed me a million times and I've straight (laughs) up replied saying I appreciate the offer, but this is not something, this is not the message I want to send to my audience. Coming from a girl that's very fit and clearly doesn't take this flat tummy tea, a lot of cheerleaders say yes to this offer, and I feel like that's awful. First of all, you know your audience are younger girls. Cheerleading in general is already such a scary place for like um, eating disorders and just like body issues because, you know, you wear like two pieces or you have to be a certain weight or whatever to fly and like 
all this stuff it's already such a like a sensitive topic to see big cheerleaders with like a platform try to promote that stuff is just so it just doesn't sit right with me and I've gotten so many offers for stuff like that because I am fit and I have this image that they're looking for to promote this and it's just like that's just something you have to kind of be careful with is don't turn into regardless of the amount of money they're offering you think about the message behind it and think about just like the long term like the longevity of it whether it's with growing your audience or just creating that connection with your audience it's just not worth it yeah I've definitely I mean I've worked with nutrition companies that just have protein powder and I use them in my smoothies so I have no problem doing that but I've gotten some offers where I like look it up and I'm like this company is sketchy like this is fat burning I don't want something that's fat burning I don't think that that's very healthy so just keep an eye on that or for me I've had companies that do teeth whitening reach out to me and as a dental student I cannot promote I don't want to promote something that I think can harm your teeth so I'm not going to work with those companies because that's not the message I'm trying to send. It could hurt my business as a dentist in the future and also my social media business when somebody buys this and they're like, this doesn't work and it's just hurting my teeth. So well, it's like I've had to learn the hard way. Not that I ever took a deal that I was super against, but one time I had this like watch company reach out and I was like, sure, a watch. Like, why not? But then I was like, wait, like literally no one who wears a normal watch. First of all, they were spent selling them for like way too much money and I should have seen that was a red flag anyway. But I made, it was only like a couple story posts or whatever. And I made the story posts, had a signed contract with them and everything. And then they said, not enough people bought the watch, so we're not paying you. And I was like, I wanted to reply back and say, well, no, duh, you're sending them, selling them for $99 and it's some ugly watch. But it's just like, I did that because I was like, sure, easy, a watch. And it's like, was the it watch itself was money. cute. And it wasn't it just, bad, but like, would I ever wear it on a daily basis? So no, I would never wear it. So why is it something I would promote? But I said yes, because it wasn't anything, obviously, like it didn't have a terrible message behind it or anything. Like I did still, you know, like it was a watch. It wasn't anything bad. But after that, I was like, that I'm done. I'm only doing stuff that I truly, truly want to back up the company and everything in general. And you'll learn that as you go along, like what companies you can trust and what emails are actually reliable but yeah, there was my very long spiel on brand deals and everything. <laughs> yes, I think we covered pretty much everything regarding that. <laughs> so moving on, let's talk a little bit about cancel culture and influencer hate going on right now. I mean, cancel culture was before influencer hate, but but it I is fairly new. It is so scary. <laughs> like one thing can happen. Like let for example, if you don't know what we're talking about, for example, the James Charles scandal. What was that? A year ago ish yeah I think it was like last year last year after Coachella that's what it was someone another influencer put out a video bashing him because she wasn't happy with something she did and we could literally scroll and watch his follower and subscriber count just drop like hundreds by the minute and it was so scary that like one thing I mean he just turned 21 years old I think people forget sometimes that influencers are real people and a lot of them are younger than they appear online and it's like they can learn from their mistakes so to cancel somebody outright and be like no granted do I think people do like need to be called out on things that they do wrong because they have a platform 100% but to just like listen to a piece of gossip online and be like oh no like done especially after only hearing one side like everyone was unfollowing him before he even had the chance to even voice his side of it right but I've seen cancel culture happen I mean it happens Unfortunately, it happens way too often nowadays, especially because once you put something on social media, it is there forever. And I've seen so many cancels happen 
from stuff that people have said in like 2006 or like 2012. And no, the things might not have been okay, but have that has that person probably a completely different person now and grown from that and matured from that? Absolutely. And yes, I think if they do it more than once and they clearly don't learn from their mistakes and they don't give a genuine apology, then maybe, you know, comes the not necessarily canceling, but obviously being a lot more harsh in terms of just like listening to what they have to say about it if they're not going to be able to prove you wrong that they truly have learned and grown from their mistakes but like how many times like no one in this world is perfect I can think of so many things I've done wrong in my life that doesn't mean I should just be canceled like (laughs) imagine if you were oh my gosh well thank you mom and dad because they always had our passwords growing up as soon as we started social media and they told us that we've had countless talks that whatever you put out there is there forever so think before you post and don't be stupid and well, I feel like- right. So now on the opposite side of cancel culture, coming from, I guess, like, quote unquote, influencers position. I don't Yours, understand how. Yeah, I don't understand how so many people like in the true world and just a normal influencer, like, don't think twice before they say some things like knowing that I have a platform and many people are going to hear me. Not that I'm like cautious with my words, because I would ever say like I'm the person I am in real life that I am on my all my platforms. But, like, how do you not just, like, think twice before everything that you put out there in the world, knowing that people are going to see it and knowing that very likely people could take it the wrong way? So that's one thing that, like, I've grown to, not even grown to know, but I feel like you just know, like, and I guess a lot of people just don't. Again, going off of that, a lot, a lot, a lot of people have gotten hate from their coronavirus practices and going places and being with friends and trying to hide it or it coming out and... Like, you know, I just think it's better to be safe than sorry and just, one, be completely honest. If you make a mistake, just own up to it. Nobody is perfect. Don't try to hide it and sweep it under the rug. However, it might not be the best time to vlog at the grocery store. Like, I mean, everybody has different hygiene practices. Everybody's doing something different. You're going to get hate. I don't know. I'm not saying that those people are correct. And I think that there's a difference between constructive criticism and hate. And there are some people who just hide behind the computer and project their insecurities on other people. And I think that's horrible. And there are like the gossip sites and things like that. However, I think sometimes it's hard because influencers are a little out of touch with their followers. And think they're almost above. Yeah. I think they're almost above the rules and like their followers and think that just because if they're getting a lot of constructive criticism that oh they just don't understand and oh they're just hating but it's like no yeah. maybe it's time to take a step back and like look at what you're doing and realize that there's a reason so yeah so we've seen a couple influencers during this time preach the stay home stay home stay home and then they're not staying home and when people find out about it they instead just delete all the tracks of it thinking that's going to fix it and don't address it or if they do address it they're just like I'm over the hate. I'm getting so much hate right now. Like, blah, 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 blah. When really it's like, well, no, you lied to your followers. You're trying to use your platform to preach these, you know, good things that you're supposed to be doing. But instead, you're being a completely different person than what you're putting online. And you're doing things behind your followers' backs that you were trying to keep a secret. The way the world is right now, you can't really keep secrets if you're going to go to, like, I don't know, like hang out with your friends or go to a party or go do things that you're saying you're not doing. Like, it's going to get out. So, and that's okay. If that's how you believe and whatever, if that's how you want to be right now, then don't, just don't preach the opposite. Oh, I just got a, I just got an Own it, sis. 
own your choices. But on the same realm of that, though, like, I just, if you're somebody who doesn't like someone that you're watching, just don't watch them. Don't waste your time. (laughs) There's so many people and I just don't understand, like, and you can talk about it, like, with your friend or with your sister. Like, if I see something and I'm like, oh, that was kind of weird, I'll text Gabby. But I'm, I'm not I'm not going to comment on their page and tell them that they're a horrible person. That's just not. I would just keep it never. nice on the internet. Just be nice. You know, the internet. My thing is, is would you want somebody commenting that on your page? Because guess no. what? Their their mom sees it. Their grandma sees it. Our grandma sees it. Our grandparents are on social media. And I promise you, if you say something bad about me on Twitter, my grandma <laughs> will retaliate and she will come back at you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Our grandma's out of control. But. It is just a crazy, crazy world out there. That being said, I kind of want to switch to now the positives of social media because I feel like there are so, so, so many. Um, So, for example, a lot of people lately have been talking about, you know, the toxic side of social media. And I totally see how when you're insecure about something, social media can bring that out. However, I do want to talk about the good in the sense that, like, when I see somebody and they have a lot of likes on their picture and they have a bomb outfit on i save it and i'm like okay inspo like i look at it as i know gabby's the same way we like to look at it as like oh this is inspiring me like i like to watch people's videos or like look at their photos and make me feel good and be like oh now i like i'm inspired to like try to recreate that outfit or get something similar or i don't know just going along with that so like the newest social media that's been taking over the world is tiktok majority of my tiktoks all the top comments are, oh my god, you're so skinny. How do you get your abs? Welp, I'm not eating anymore. But like always talking about body and it's always comparing their body to mine. And then I have to comment back to these people and I'm like, why are you not eating? Like I just devoured an entire bowl of pasta. Like to be no fair, to leave these. You do have a fast metabolism. But and everybody's does. body is different. However. Exactly. But then, but it's just like, instead of, if you do have insecurities in certain things, which we all have insecurities, like, believe me, we both want nose jobs. We all have things oh, we're insecure we about, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to go look at someone who has a perfect nose and be like, well, I'm going to go break my nose now. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. If I see someone with like a really nice body or whatever, I'm like, hey, you know what? That's reminding me. Maybe I should get off the couch today. Go work out because I can look like that. Instead of just seeing someone and just being like, instead of saying, why don't I look like that? Using it as a way to be like, hey, I can do that too. Like if they can do it, I can do it too. It might be harder for me. I might have a totally different body type. But that's not to say one, I'm not beautiful the way I am or two, it's not something that I can achieve. And same goes with if people are getting more likes than you or if someone has a bigger house than you on Instagram or whatever it is. Instead of either like tearing them down or tearing yourself down because of it, using it as a way to lift you up and to inspire you to be like them or to do things that they have or whatever the case is and someone I feel else like succeeding doesn't mean that you're deter not. you from succeeding Absolutely. i know even gabby and i have compared ourselves to each other even sometimes growing up and it's like we can both be successful in different ways and do what we want to do like for example gabby has pretty blue eyes i have poop brown eyes <laughs> Does that mean I should go out and get colored contacts? No. Yes. I'm just going <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> to go and maybe be proud of a different feature that I have. Like, I don't know. I'm tall. I have long legs. Like, sure. Right. I Lexi know, has long skinny legs. I have these beefy thighs because I do cheerleading. <laughs> so, like, I can't get jeans over my thighs, but that's okay. <laughs> and just, just don't think that has different things to be proud of. 
And at the same time, everyone has things to be insecure about. Like, yep. just because I'm out here posting pictures that I feel good and I look good in doesn't mean that I'm not insecure about stuff or I'm trying to like We can't take show pictures off. from our profile. There we go. We just That's can't. kind of, <laughs> right. But that's kind of what I was going with. Like, just by me posting TikToks in a crop top, I'm not trying to, I mean, I have a very, I must say, I must have, I have a very like easygoing audience that I really don't get much hate at all, but I see it so much with other people. And just because someone's living their life one way and posting about it doesn't mean they're trying to show off or doesn't mean they're trying to make you feel less than. And instead, turn that the other way and use it as inspiration and try to lift yourself up higher. And again, this kind of goes in with what we talked about at the beginning. We completely understand that we are privileged in a lot of ways and our lives weren't as hard as others. We are very blessed with, you know, if we're talking about bodies, like the metabolism that we have and not having Mm -hmm. to diet to look a certain way. And we understand that. And I'm going to have to have to work out and eat healthy at some point in my life because I'm not going to have this metabolism. But for right now, I do. And I'm very lucky about it. And that's not to say that you aren't beautiful the way you are, that maybe you have to work harder to get your body to look like mine or whatever the case is. But I just feel like we need to stop letting social media be toxic in the way that you view it and stop comparing others and just inspiring others and letting other like letting what you see to other people or whatever you're posting to yourself be seen as more of an inspiration yeah for sure I agree and I think it's so cool that we can log on and see you know travel pictures of somebody we literally don't know out in Bali and be like oh wow like I could go stay at that place too like I don't know I just think social media has so many positives that people often forget and they just look at the negative side but that's kind of all I wanted to say on that topic do you have anything else to add no another oh i actually do (laughs) just kidding (laughs) um if somebody is making you insecure just mute their posts at that time like if that's what you need to do then you do it like don't just like keep looking at things that make you unhappy the mute button is there for a reason we both hate our noses i'm not gonna if i see people that got nose jobs and have these beautiful noses and it's making me feel bad that day or whatever (laughs) the case is i'm not gonna sit there and spend hours looking at their perfect noses that's not right. something I'm going to do. Yeah. So you just so kind of, guilty, if you just are posts. in a, mute, a mood where you're more insecure or whatever the case is, like just, or if that's the case, like follow more dogs on Instagram, things that you clearly <laughs> cannot compare yourself to. And that is just going to bring you joy and inspiration and happiness or whatever the case is. And I think doing that or just finding more people that inspire you and that make you happy is way better than following either like influencers that make you feel insecure if that's something that you're dealing with right now or whatever the case is just kind of catering your instagram and your social medias to be a happy place and not a toxic place go on tiktok and watch really funny videos because that's what i do (laughs) (laughs) always makes me laugh but yeah for sure i think that those are all good pointers and just like one i mean this is kind of with tiktok what i was talking about but like the amount of hate that I saw Charlie D'Amelio get about her body, this poor girl is fit. Well, she's 16 now, but she was 15. And whether like she posts one thing, there's so many comments that were like, oh, she's she's gaining weight. Like she's getting a little thicker. Then randomly she posted stuff and all the comments were about how you could see her ribs and she needs to eat and she's a bone. She's built like a door. She's so flat. Like this yeah, poor girl's this poor 15. Girl. Like, and she didn't ask for fame. shoes. Not she at all. She was literally fame. just dancing. She was literally on just TikTok. dancing on TikTok and got famous because she's talented. So it's like, 
it's not like people are out here like posting this like ooh I'm gonna show this off and I'm gonna right. get famous like <laughs> people think because they have a platform that they're doing like that they chose to have that life and that they you know are doing it to show off and I guess somehow that feels like people are entitled to voice their opinions about people's every move and if like, you would have told me that Gabby would have had the following she does when we were younger I would have laughed in your face <laughs> seriously like she like didn't just, get on instagram and be like i'm gonna be a world-class cheerleader that has two hundred thousand followers on instagram like no we never thought that like this would be i never even thought we would be doing a podcast but like seriously. i'm so grateful that we are because i enjoy it but it's like yeah a lot of the people that are have a big following didn't do this to get the big following so i think just keep that in mind that you know they're regular people too just and, be kind this comes uh, like I feel like this is kind of where we're wrapping up the episode, but it comes full circle with what we talked about at the beginning with what's going on in the world. Just be kind to everyone, regardless of how you feel inside and how you feel like you need to express that onto other people. Or if you do feel like insecure and you feel like you're comparing yourself to other people, like be kind to yourself, be kind to other people. Use social media as a platform and as like, I mean, a platform is literally like lifting to do things good. up. Like, right. And not to tear other people down, not to be toxic to yourself, like just that in general, and use it if as you a place to post, come together. Listen, your hamburger that you thing. eat every single day. I was just gonna it. say, I was gonna say food. I was gonna say if you like, you're the creator of your own page. If you want to post about the bowl of cereal you're having tomorrow morning, you freaking post that. If you so want to post, the food Instagrams about- are some of my favorite Instagrams to go through. They make food look so artistic. It'll be like McDonald's. And they make it look so good. Anyway, but if you're also, <laughs> if you're passionate about like adoption centers for pets, post about that. Like you can pick and choose like what you're posting. You don't have to post something just because someone else did. I can tell you one thing, guys. Sorry if this disappoints some of you. I am never going to be posting doing cheerleader body positions. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to post a picture of me doing a scorpion like Gabby because it simply is just not good. We'll just... <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that has a good message behind it. Like, just because what someone else is doing is working for them doesn't mean you trying to be that person is going to work for you. Uh-huh. So just by Charlie D'Amelio getting famous for dancing on TikTok doesn't mean that me trying to do these dances looking absolutely awful because I have no rhythm when it comes to a lot of dances does not mean I'm going to get famous like she did. It's certain people just the way they are. Like, certain things just happen. And that's why you need to be yourself because that's what's really going to go a longer way and have much more longevity with growing a following than just trying to be someone else and don't be afraid to reach out to this is like kind of i all like all over the place and unorganized but whatever we're just chatting (laughs) at this point don't be afraid to like reach out to and network to other people like for example i'm a boohoo ambassador so every month i pick out clothes and share them for the brand boohoo And one month I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to search the hashtag that we have to post and just find other girls that are doing the same thing as me to get inspo for my posts. And now every single month I message with like one or two of them, like talking about what clothes we're going to pick out and just sharing them so that my followers can find other people that they like to follow. And because of that, like also they now follow my page and we get to chat about that. I don't know. I just think it's cool. You can lift up other creators and it helps grows your page as well as theirs. And just, I don't know, get to know people that have similar interests as you. Yeah, so this episode was kind of all over the place. We went on a lot of (laughs) tangents and rants, but it's something that we're very passionate about. I feel like we see the positives in social media, like 
way more than the negatives and we want to use our page to spread even more positivity and coming from the spot of like an influencer and all this stuff I feel like we just have a lot of experience to kind of talk of these things so we wanted to do an episode kind of explaining how we felt about it ways that we use social media to be positive and how you guys can change it up to do that as well so it's not something that you see as being toxic or a center for like comparing yourselves and comparing other people and everything like that if you have any other questions feel free to leave them on the podcast instagram we're always answering and replying to comments so if there's anything we forgot in this episode don't be afraid to reach out and ask us and we can answer it on there um so before we finish this episode if you're still listening we did want to read another podcast review Woo! so that was but let's see count how many times lexi does that in this i'm episode, sorry i was gonna text yeah. her and tell her to stop <laughs> i'm sorry okay this one says love the show thanks megan i have never listened to podcasts before but after following gabby on instagram and youtube i feel like i actually know you guys i like to get to know what you guys do week to week and how you guys look at life i love you both and cannot wait to see what the future holds oh thank, thank you. you that is so, so sweet, sweet. We love reading these. Um, You guys are so nice to us. So thank you for that. Um, Also, if you do want to, we just opened up the support section of our Anchor podcast. So we have the link in the show notes of all of our podcasts now. You can go on and support us. Obviously, don't feel pressure. I don't even think anybody will, but it's on there. So that's open if you'd like to support the show to help keep it going. Also, we know that our audience is extremely supportive. So a lot of the topics that we talked about probably have nothing to pertain to you guys because you aren't the haters. You aren't the one doing cancel culture. But we feel like it's just a topic that is very popular right now. And we know that like we like listening to stuff about social media because we're all so invested in it. So we hope you still guys even like learn something or at least just felt like you were having kind of a conversation. Um, Everyone has the right to their own opinions, obviously about every situation, but we just wanted to kind of briefly talk about ours and because we have been on social media using it as a brand and everything like that yeah so i just clicked it at my lips again so uh count that one down (laughs) on your list but we love you guys thanks for listening this week and we'll catch you next week on chicken Chicken noodle Noodle scoop Scoop. Bye. bye